Coming up on today's show, Cyberpunk is back from the dead, GTA 6 finally leaked, a new Iron Man game, and much more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pixel Candy Podcast, our weekly gaming podcast updating you all in the latest in video game news, trends, new releases, and pretty much all things nerdy. I'm your host, Alan Sensich, and I'm here with my co-host, my bro, the controller snapping Sinchacho. What's going on this week? Nothing much, man. How are you doing? I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while. Like maybe since last week. Like the odd text, but I feel like I feel like a lot has happened. For how much has happened and how much we're going to talk about on this show, I feel like we have yeah. not talked a lot, which is going to make for a good show. Yes. Uh, this week had some fucking great news. I, I, what I was saying before the show was like, I'm, I, I wrote all this stuff down. And so, some weeks, you know, I always look forward to this podcast, but some weeks I look at the stories and I'm like, yeah, kind of a kind of a bust in terms of like cool shit to talk yeah. about this week just has shit that is such my jam and it's so exciting to like get into some of the nitty gritty um but yeah besides that man uh i don't know just fucking you know getting by uh i i'm losing my mind because I, I just found out today that there is a, a place in london called i think it's like uh fuck face down if, uh let me see hang on i have it right here face london, down ontario or face london, down london. london oh no no, no. like uk and it's okay, a rock yeah. club, so it's like you know my chemical romance and, and fucking I miss rock clubs. But dude, they put up a TikTok and it was literally emo bingo night, and it Ooh. was a guy running around. I don't think it was the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, but he was singing My Chemical Romance mm. while mm. blasting it. And there's lights going on everywhere, and people are playing bingo of all things. And it just Man. looked like such a fucking the jam mo- the best time yes like both nicole and i watched it and we were like we gotta buy a ticket to the uk like next week we gotta go fucking right? experience whatever this weird super insanely niche combination of two things <laughs> happens to be <laughs> like i've never heard of that but it is so up my alley uh so yeah that, that's been i love when day. you discover oh when you discover stuff like that's the best do you did you ever come with us when we used to go downtown toronto to some of like the rockabilly clubs and there'd be like swing dancing and shit. Did you ever come down no, any of those? I don't so think so. there was this, I think it might've been with Cheryl. It might've been, it might've been with buddies. I don't remember, but we went down, I forget what the bar was called. Velvet underground, I think. The hideout? And we went down. No, it wasn't the hideout. The hideout is where I spent a Sneaky lot of time. D's? It wasn't Sneaky D's. It was definitely Velvet underground, I think is what it was called. Okay. I think it's still around. Anyways. That is a place. Yeah. We go in there. We go in there and everybody's dressed like it's the 50s. And I was like, oh, are they going to do like a rockabilly thing? Like, what are they going to do? And everybody started swing dancing. And I was like, oh. this is fucking so cool that is pretty to cool. watch. And I was like, I kind of want to learn how to swing dance. And then you see how sweaty they get. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm good. Any long form of any dancing is sweaty. But right? it's like, it's also a really good workout. I got to say. It is. Going to, uh, going to like concerts this summer. It's been, it's been a good, oh. good exercise routine. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Veld was a good time. Fuck, I, I'm still show. so burned time. that the one I had after that, the other three day festival, was like just was fire festivaled out. Like the week oh, before, terrible. they literally were just like, "Yeah, it's not happening." And we kind of knew ahead of time with some shit that came yeah. out about it. Yeah, yeah. But it was the Ever After Festival, and we were like so looking forward to it. I'm I'm still mm-hmm. hurting from that, but it's okay. It's all right. I got much to look forward to. Got a bunch of concerts coming up. Got fucking EDC again next year. It's all good. Um, nice. But gaming news, dude. Let's get to it. Because holy shit. The first one I want to talk about. Because like, I'm so fucking happy that this is happening right now. And mm. I know you haven't played this game. But this week, Cyberpunk has been making a fucking tremendous comeback. Have you like... Do you know anything about this? Have you seen yeah. the news of like what's going on right now? Yep. So, so it's funny. Like I When, when it first came out... I was just like, what is happening with this game? And it's just this absolute disaster. And then you were telling me that there were going to be some updates. And then I spoke to Trish and she's like, I'm playing cyberpunk. You should play cyberpunk. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, wasn't it really buggy? She's like, no, it's awesome now. And I'm like, oh, the, and then you told the, me it was going to be the thing. awesome. And it, like, I, I said this on a previous show because we had talked about it before, right? It's been in the news cycle <clears> for fucking ever. It just hasn't been in a while because it kind of just like died down and then no one cared about it. But yeah. yeah, there was the controversy. It was broken on last gen. If you bought it on PS4 or Xbox One, I feel really Straight sorry for you because 
you literally bought a product that did not work. Like the game was mm-hmm. absolutely fucked. Now, if you were fortunate enough to get like on a good PC or on next gen, dude, the game was actually like really fucking cool. It wasn't mm-hmm. what they sold us. So that's, I think where <clears throat> most of the controversy outside of last gen came from. It's like, here's this thing. And, and we're going to, we sold you on all the glorious elements of all these promises that we made. And then when the game came out a lot, like I'm talking a lot of that was missing. So people were like, what the fuck? But I've I've said this since day one, man. Even as buggy as it was, I enjoyed the fuck out of that game. And I think 100%, if if we lived in a world where no one knew cyberpunk ever existed and we woke up one day and on the PSN store, on Steam, on Xbox, everything, there was this game that just showed up, Shadow Drop, Cyberpunk 2077. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And you watch the trailer and you're like, whoa, what the fuck is this? And then you downloaded it knowing nothing about the game. There was no preconceived notion. It would have blown everyone's mind. And I guarantee we would still be talking about it now. And and this is the thing. We are talking about it now. Because what happened in the last week are two really big things. Number one, the anime on Netflix was released. And number two... Mm -hmm. The DLC that directly correlates with the anime has been updated into the game, and they also announced the first, and I don't I don't know if it's the final expansion, or only expansion, uh, but a pretty meaty, decent expansion to the world called uh, Phantom Liberty, and it's going to come out next year. So here's the thing. Game comes out, it was in the news cycle for the entire year for being such a clusterfuck and a disappointment and all mm-hmm. this shit, and then it died out and no one cared anymore. Such a shame given everything I just said about the game actually being so fucking cool. It was Fallout in like a cyberpunk neon city, basically. But the mm-hmm. world building, dude, that open world is one of the fucking best looking and stylistic open worlds ever created, period. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, I totally agree. I saw some screen caps when you were playing it. I even liked you were jumping between, I think, first person and third person, and everything looked really good. And then you showed me a few of the bugs. I'm like, oh, I see. Yeah. But um, it lo- the world looks amazing. It, it, it's so good. It's so, so good. And here's what happened. The fucking anime came out. And I even, like, being an anime fan and being a fan of cyberpunk, I still was just like, ah, I don't know, I don't man. Know. Like, I, I my expectations were absolutely on the floor and just, like, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even on my radar. It came out, I think, September The bar 15th. was in the ground. I didn't, I didn't fucking care. So the show comes out and I start seeing it on my for you page on TikTok of every single fucking person being like, this is one of the best series I've ever watched. And I'm like, oh, come on. Like, this has got to be like, are they making fun of it? Like, is this because, you know, everyone's dunking on cyberpunk? Um, Mm -hmm. I finally got around to watching it. Holy fuck. 10 episode anime series, 20 minutes a piece. It is absolutely phenomenal. That fucking show from the from taking everything about the world building and everything they did about Night City, um, mm-hmm. the story itself, the character building, all this shit is so fucking good. But the the biggest part to all of this is that they one to one matched the art style and everything that the game had that was good and brought it into a show and made you care about a bunch of characters, brought you into a super emotional storyline. The ending is absolutely incredible. And you leave the show being like, I got to fucking play this game. Like, as someone who put in 70 hours into Cyberpunk, I want to go back, restart my save file because all the updates that they've put on, and jump back into this world And because of how effective the show was. And I swear, I said this back when we talked about, if you remember um, the League of Legends show, Arcane, I'm now fully convinced with both of these examples that adaptations from video games have not been proven in movies. They pretty much 90% of the Mm -hmm. time suck. Uh, We've talked about it over and over again about how they're always disappointing. I don't know. I think Last of Us will be the first real test to see if they can translate into a show. But here's the thing, right? Video games have a certain uh, suspension of, of disbelief where you're kind of like crazy shit goes down, but it's a game. You know, Nathan Drake murders thousands of people. 
and just no one bats an eye. Like it's weird things where you kind of disconnect your brain from certain things in a live action movie or show or whatever. I think that disconnect shows way more clearly and it's harder to ground it in a movie unless you lean into how crazy it is. Right. Anime or animation in general, because Arcane's not, not an anime. It's just like CG animation. It's so much easier to take what essentially is the cutscenes that we say in video, uh, see in video games and now just make a full-length fucking show out of it. And that's what this is, like literally. It's visually breathtaking. It's Everything about it is a 10 out of 10. And the coolest part is they take, like, I'm watching the show, and I'm like, I know exactly where they are. I know what diner that mm-hmm. is. Uh, buddy, <laughs> yeah. buddy exits his apartment, and I'm like, that's my fucking apartment complex. That's literally yeah. like, is he on the same floor as me? Like, and then I want to go to the game and be like, well, where, where are all these? Fo- okay, so I've I've now played the game. I'm watching the show, and I recognize all these things. Now I want to go back to the game to find all these things. Here's the genius part: the same week that the show came out, they updated the game to have all the contents of the oh, show. Man, so there is really this cool. there is this back and forth now, oh, where all I want to do is not only rewatch the show and try and pinpoint certain things, but then take all that information in my head and go to the game and, and find, find all these Easter the eggs. That's brilliant. Marketing-wise, that's brilliant. What, like, we, please make this the like formula do going that forward the formula. for everything. Yeah. Yes. For everything. <laughs> Amazing. That is so fucking cool. It's like crossover for medium, not crossover for story. Because they cross yeah. over like Marvel crosses over characters all the time. They make the MCU. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, no, no, no we're going to jump between mediums. It's like breaking the fourth wall almost. Yeah. And like characters come, you know, you actually see certain characters from the game show up in the show, which is really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, going back to the game, there's like weapons uh, that are like named or used by characters in the show. There's a drink mm-hmm. at a bar that's named after one of the main characters like so many fucking easter eggs and you can just go to all the locations you see in the show and you recognize them in the show from the game it's it's this fucking cycle of really cool engaging stuff um and now that like you know i i've watched the show and i've literally been absolutely obsessed with it the last week um this is a game that you still have never played Do you ever see yourself getting around to actually picking this up, knowing how big and like kind of you have a good idea of like what the game is? Would you ever jump into it? These. So when it when it was all buggy and annoying, I was like, you know who I am. I want to pay full price for a game that's going to make me angry. So without everything that happened, like, no. But now, like, it looks really cool and I want to play it because I like open world games, open world games are getting too much for me from a execution standpoint, because I want to have a beginning, a middle and an end. And mm-hmm. I think I've found my sweet spot is like somewhere under 15 hours. Right. So yeah, when I, when I crack that. exactly. So when I crack open like a hundred hour open world, this is why I haven't done Zelda breath of the wild yet. Right. Yeah. This is why I haven't done, I haven't finished Valhalla yet. This is why I didn't do uh, dead by daylight. It's not Dead by Daylight. What's the um, Dying Light? Dying Light yes, 2. Dying Light this 2. is why I didn't do uh, a lot of these games. This is why Red Dead Redemption 2 felt like a slog. I'm just like, these games are too fucking big for my purposes. And that's just my opinion. No, it's, So it's I do want to play it, but I think well, it's on sale now. It's a crazy good price right now. And oh, there's a trial yeah, on, the, on PlayStation. So <clears throat> I might do the trial. And if I'm digging the trial, then I'll pay whatever the discounted rate is mm. and get it, or I'll wait for it to come to the service. Because, like, dude, Deathloop was just added to the service. Uh, to like, PlayStation, I think so. I know it was. I think they just the added it to us because it, it's that was one of the things we were going to talk about. Just touch on later that it it came out on Xbox finally, and it is a Game Pass thing because it's like first party, I right? Think I thought I saw something from PlayStation that's like they new games coming to premium. And I think Deathloop was one of them. Oh, fuck. If it is, that's awesome. Right? So anyways, even if it's not, the point is Cyberpunk will be there eventually. Mm-hmm. So this is my whole question when I'm talking about what I'm going to play and when. My backlog is like 25 <laughs> games long. So I could play all these other games and by the time I get to the end, and it never ends. That's the whole thing. So once I get to a place where I've crossed off maybe half of it and it keeps building, then Cyberpunk will probably be there. 
because nothing will anger me more than if I pay for that game and then three months from now it's on the fucking store. Yeah. So no, I, get that. I will play it though. It looks cool. There is a longer like conversation. I love I that aesthetic about, about like the, um, your whole case, right? Cause not having enough time to play a game when all the Assassin's Creed are like 60 hours long. It's like, I just don't yeah. have the time versus it's like, well, well, that's a lot of value for a game. So like it's, it's targeting true. different groups of people, but it's, of course. it's just really it's unfortunate. Yeah. And it just sucks, right? That you get, you have to miss out on these games just because of how long they are. Um, yeah. And I don't know what the solution is to that. It's just that games are and have been getting longer and longer. Well, like, dude, I just beat Last of Us Part Two finally on Grounded. Yeah. And that game is like <laughs> <fucking> way, psycho. <laughs> that game is like a part two and a part three, like together yeah. in one package. Like it's way, way longer it's a lot. than the first game. And it it's is. just, yeah, all these single player games are even getting longer to where a narrative driven action adventure is like 30 hours base. And it's great value for the money. Well, but like, do you have the time to put it? It's going to take you two, three months to beat. And is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Well, that, like, I, don't know. It, I think it's a good thing if you want to live inside of a game. You and I have talked about yes. living in oh, a game. Yeah. And if you want to play Skyrim or Destiny or Witcher or any of these games where you live in them or Fortnite, like people play every season of Fortnite. Yeah. That's why they keep updating content. Like if that's your game, that's fine. That's not who I am. Because for me, I equate it to food. Like there's some people who can eat the same thing for dinner every single day. Mm. Like they, they do. They're just like, oh, I'm going to have like chicken, vegetables and potatoes or whatever the fuck. And they do some variation of that every single day. I'm not like that. So for me to play the same game every night for three months, we talked about this with Zelda. Yeah. Like, do I really want to play Breath of the Wild every night for two, three months? Not really. And unfortunately, my the way my brain is programmed, I know it is. <laughs> and I, and I'll, I'll find a way to kind of mix and match. But the problem is I can't have multiple games on the go because mm-hmm. number one, there's always a half hour or so learning curve trying to figure out the buttons again, depending on the game, especially going from Switch to PlayStation because of A, doing everything, which is the equivalent of circle on a PlayStation controller versus X doing everything, which yeah. is the equivalent of B. That reversal on Switch really pisses me off because I end up exiting and I should be moving forward, but whatever. So I need to figure out like, okay, what open world game, what really long game am I passionate about? And maybe I play that and something else and I go back and forth. So I think that's that's the way to go. A recent example, like this is actually interesting. So right now I haven't been playing. I played Last of Us 1. I'm playing Left Behind. I'm going to play Last of Us 2. But in between, I've been building the Lego DeLorean, mm. which has been so badass. I'm going to send you a picture of this thing, man. It is fucking like How big is insane. It? It is the size of my Mustang. Have you seen the blue okay. 67 yeah. Mustang I got? Yeah. It's that big. So it won't fit. Like a minifigure can't actually drive it because okay. the scale is off. But it comes with Doc Brown, Marty, the skateboard, the oh, um, nice. the plutonium box. You can have... So the last bag you open, you can make it look like the one from number one with the little uh, hook that they put on the back of the car mm-hmm. to hit the clock tower wire. Then you can make it look like the one from number two where he puts the vegetables in to power it. And then you can make it look like the one from number three where they have to rebuild the engine That's with cool. parts from like 1800s. So it's fucking, anyway, so I've been doing that, been watching some TV. I took a little bit of a break. But what I've been doing with Grayson is we finished Mario 3D World. Mm. And that was a lot of fun. And we got into Mario Odyssey. And I'm like, Mario Odyssey is kind of like the first game. So, I mean, 64 was kind of like this too, but Odyssey is like open world. And I'm going to be playing that with Grayson. Like it's it's the yeah. most open world game Mario's ever done. Yeah, yeah. Like the the levels are pretty wide open, but they are pretty. Yeah. It's still like level by level. Is it okay? Yeah. We've only just gotten into it. It seems at first to be very open world. My point is like those games, like 3D World and Bowser's Fury felt very. We beat both of them, and they both felt open world ish for a Mario game. I heard I that like, Bowser's this Fury is the especially is very much it did. open world based yeah. more so than Odyssey. Like Odyssey is, yeah, you are right. The fucking levels are huge, but it's still like, mm-hmm. you know, level one and then level two and level three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but from, I haven't played it, but yeah, I heard Bowser's Fury is way Bowser's more Fury like, is open. You can go anywhere. You can basically go anywhere. And like, 
I feel like that's the in-between I need is like, that's the kind of open world I need. Something like cyberpunk. It's just, it's so overwhelming. It, it's a commitment. like Valhalla was very overwhelming to the point where I put it down. Yeah. I was like, I can't, there's too much going on with See, this I wouldn't game. say so, cyberpunk is that level though. I, okay. Cyberpunk was very focused. Like it's, there's a lot going on. Don't get me wrong. Cause it is an open world game and it's an RPG. Um, but it's not as like, if you're comparing it to Valhalla where you kind of just like, Oh my God. Okay. Like just the story is yeah. going to take 60 hours. And then there's like the, the map is so fucking ridiculously big that you got to like, it's got to be your second job to explore. Um, it's not that level. And if you want to just stick to the main quest and beeline through like a, like a single player, you know, story driven game, you can do that too. Um, mm -hmm. But the one thing I want to ask you, cause I, I watching, the anime to this and seeing the response from pretty much fucking everyone that has watched it anime fan or not this seems to be the one show that is really breaking out of like the mainstream anime thing because i know you have absolutely no interest in anime and a lot of people that just look at anime have opinions about it right off the bat because it's anime and if you haven't watched it you don't understand or you're not into it. What, whatever the fact is, anime has a very specific, like, prejudgment towards it. This show, I, I'm I'm starting to just at least see from like my socials that a lot of people are literally saying like, I didn't know anime was like this. I didn't know that like, mm -hmm. okay, I I maybe I get it. Is other anime like this? Because if it is, I'll fucking give me recommendations basically. But my question to you. Is not only like, would you maybe ever watch this? It's a hard question to ask you because you haven't played the game. So I want to equate mm -hmm. it to something else. And I want you to really think about this, okay? If tomorrow there was an announcement made that Hideo Kojima got back the rights to Metal Gear Solid. And he was going to make a game. And me. We all got Don't excited and whatever. But he mm. officially announced that like next week is a 10-episode anime based on i don't know the events after metal gear solid 2 like some timeline we haven't seen mm -hmm. yet it's canon so it it ties directly into the the full picture and it's the same thing as the cyberpunk thing right 20 minute episodes yeah, yeah. it's 10 a piece um but it's i'm talking like anime anime like every trope that comes with it all that but in the metal gear solid universe to the point where you know because i'm trying to equate this to how cyberpunk did it right so mm. right down to where like David haters, maybe voicing snake again, right down to they mm -hmm. go back to shadow Moses and there's spots in the anime where you're like, that's that is literally <laughs> the game to a T just brought into an animation style. Yeah. Would you watch it or would you be like, 100%, no, it's anime. 100%. I, I think you probably believe I'm more against anime than I am. I would definitely watch this for me. It's like I can appreciate like bridging of art. Like when you can take something and tie it into something else, this is literally why the MCU is worth billions. Yeah. It's because they did this so Fortnite. brilliantly. It's why Fortnite makes so much sense. It's it, it's it's a blend of like nostalgia and just like, oh my God, this thing that I loved in a vacuum over here and this other thing I loved in a vacuum over here are now blended together in a smoothie. Like it's... It's just that that is so interesting to me. And like, it's not that I don't necessarily like anime. It's that I'm not invested in any of the stories of any of the animes that exist. Mm. So if I get into cyberpunk and I probably will, it won't be right now. Be when that shit is free. Um, but if I get into that, I would definitely watch the show. Why not? Especially if they incentivize me with crossing back and forth, which yeah. is exactly what they did. Cause they want to make yeah. money. That's the big thing. I think that's the biggest win from all of this. Um, in the League of Legends case with that show Arcane, I was mm -hmm. I was never a League of Legends player. I know it's it's a little different there. Um, they definitely took a lot of like the lore is, is definitely straight from the game. Artistically though, it's very much their own thing, and like um, it, the way that the characters look look exactly like they do from the game. But like I don't know the the city where it takes place. Like I don't know if that's all like a one to one kind of like mm. the cyberpunk show to the game is and the vice versa i just think it is so genius that they did that update right when the show came out so that you can literally have yeah. all these references of being like i've i've been to literally all of these places and then places that you haven't been maybe like 
you know, there's a character's apartment is now in the game. So they just completed the cycle to where you can now visit all this content. There's Easter eggs fucking galore. And that's another Amazing. thing that I just love Easter eggs. I, yeah. I personally love that shit. Right. It's like, you know, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, Hotline Miami in Last of Us 2. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying like in Cyberpunk, like um, I'm trying to think of a, a straight example that they did. Um, every one of the characters' locations of where they live or the mm. the school that the, the character goes to, the weapons that some of the people use, you can now go to like a scene where, you know, something took place with that character. And if you search hard enough, their gun is just like can be found or discovered. You can get the clothes from the character in the in the show now in the game. So like shit like that, I just final point on all of this, like I I really want to see this in more franchises. It doesn't have to be anime anime. It can be like I think any form of animation, even like a Pixar level whatever. Mm, um mm. but I really do I'm starting to see how animation can really be that like form of adapting a video game because that we're already doing it in cutscenes like that is what cutscenes are it's a form mm-hmm. of animation right pre-rendered yeah, exactly. into a cutscene you sit back and you watch it, you're like ooh pretty graphics um stretching it into you know a- away from the technical aspect and getting into like a cartoon style isn't that far a stretch you're still keeping a lot of what you can have in the game in that same art i fucking love it um but yeah that's that I'm so, I'm just so happy that like Cyberpunk is like getting the love that I was hoping it would always, you know, deserve based on what it looked like, what I played, what I enjoyed yeah. from it. It's it's fucking nice For to sure. see, man. I think a lot of shit like this can be chalked up to COVID wreaking havoc on the gaming industry and trying to get a, like 900 teams to all work together remotely <laughs> to build this thing. Yeah which is really hard to do. And I think we're seeing that with some of these games and they got hit hard and now they came back and made it right. I love it. Well, um, going off the whole, you know, large teams working at home is kind of a mess. Uh, one of the biggest messes also happened this week. It is one of the biggest leaks, I think in gaming history in terms of the, the pedigree of the title, not so much the actual information, but a lot of information was leaked this week on GTA six. And this is all real. Uh, did you did you see all this? I sent you some like TikTok footage. I did. I wonder when is this game set to be released? We don't even know, right? Nobody knows, and we we won't know until. Do you good. think? Well, let's let's talk through what happened, and then I have a theory. So, it was earlier this week. Came out, fucking blew up everywhere that a hacker had infiltrated their network, took a bunch of source code, took a bunch of video files, like the size of the actual leak and what was taken and re-uploaded just for anyone to see was fucking enormous. Um, But because it's GTA 6, it was just even bigger being in the news the way that it is and the anticipation for this game being what it is. Um, But we, we like, honestly, we didn't find out that much that we didn't already know. So confirmed uh, male, female protagonist, and it looks like you'll be Mm -hmm. switching between the two. Uh, GTA 5 style. I like that. I like yeah. that in GTA 5. Well, and it's dope. Honestly, dude, it's a really big deal to finally have a female lead in a Grand Theft Auto game, yeah, which hasn't happened sure. since Grand Theft Auto 2. Like the top down yeah. fucking PS1 mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto. So cool as shit. Um, and they, again, they said this a long time ago. It's just now kind of more confirmed that it's going to kind of be written in the same style as like a Bonnie and Clyde, like, you know. Yeah, storyline. I guess these two like robbers that just team up and do some crazy shit. Um, it's really early. Like this footage, people were online being like, "God, this looks like trash." It's like, "Hey, (laughs) have you ever worked in game development?" This is like we don't know at what stage this is. Yeah. And to be fair, it looks pretty fucking good for being super, super early footage. Uh, it looks like GTA, man. It it looks like yeah. what I would have expected the evolution from five to naturally be, and I think it looks mm-hmm. pretty sweet. You, they don't give away too much. We know it's in Vice City. That's another thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to be the whole Miami vibe. But it's like I don't know. Char- characters are getting in a car and they're shooting out the window and they're just like they're running around and like throwing people out and getting like. It's not like we're seeing anything that's either ruining the game 
or spoiled a whole bunch of story or features or things that we just didn't know the game would would have this was a very base leak when you when you start digging into it like how Mm. high profile Mm. but what we got from it as players as more information not so much you know so yeah but the biggest thing here uh jason shire was the one to like confirm he was like this is real guys because a lot of people were like i don't know like this it looks like gta 5 maybe it's just a mod and someone's trying to take credit for it being Mm. a leak right Mm. jason shire came out he's like nope this actually happened Uh, rockstar put out a statement uh that was like heartbreaking because the thing is the devs man that the what the people who are going to be hurt by this this might not delay the game this might not hurt the game's sales it probably won't at all um it's gonna hurt the dev team and not so much it's two things right it's you're fucking working around the clock for one of the most anticipated titles ever people are so eager to see this Mm -hmm. game do you not want that big reveal at summer game fest or e3 or fucking game awards whatever that big holy shit moment where the internet literally goes bananas because it's the first glimpse at gta 6 polished and clean and the way Mm -hmm. that you intended it to be that's now robbed from them and that sucks but the the real mess is going to come in the workflow um because basically what this might mean is that rockstar has to change the lot a lot of like work from home flexibility so a lot of the workflow for security reasons is going to have to change and that's going to fuck up so many people's lives like this is not a little thing where they're just like ah okay like let's get back to work like they got to restructure an entire fucking team of people on how they're doing their work submitting their work um do they know who so it wasn't a leak it was someone hacked uh, sorry you're right right? it was apparently a hacker and i from what i read they've they have identified the person Um, the vulnerability identified is that something that would have been rectified if they were on a like a closed server at an office i don't know if that much detail came out do you know what i mean yeah but that's the thing it's like i'm I'm hoping these devs are okay because i agree with you like as someone who works from home if if any of my and if Amazon's listening, they can take this to the bank. If Amazon ever forces me to go back to the office five days a week, I will find another job. Straight up. So yeah. Like, well, that's, that's that might be like, the case the now, world, right? Or or some sort of like you know you got to go in way more than you used to. It's the fact is it's going to change, and that the fucking yeah. sucks, man. Like there was also a whole thing, and I don't have all the details on this. It's hard to find, mm. but there was like a ransom that the guy like put out for some money um, i watched you release the game <laughs> it was release I, the game that's fr- my rant yeah i forget <laughs> no it was that it was like cash money it was like a hundred grand or something don't quote me on any of this it was like whatever the amount of money was apparently the they actually had the money and paid it out but to the wrong person Oh, it was no. another person that was claiming oh, to have been no. the leaker in order to get the cash. So now there's oh, just oh, this no. like Scandalous. disaster of just oh, like, God. I don't know. This whole story breaks my heart. Shouldn't negotiate, shouldn't negotiate with terrorists. Yeah. My, my, th- my thought. And after you saying your comments and thinking about it more, maybe I'm wrong about this, but to me, how, when did GTA five come out? 2013. Right at the end so we're of coming like up on the last 10 second. years. There's been pressure on Rockstar about the existence of GTA 6. Like, there's been, and I can't think of any in video games off the top of my head, but people leak shit all the time for free marketing and publicity. Because oh, yeah. mm. essentially, and, and to me, I'm like, I wonder if they would have done that. Because to your point, anytime you show the Rockstar logo at Summer Game Fest, people go bananas. And all they would have to do is leak that they're showing something and everybody would tune in. So maybe they don't need to do this. I don't think they would need to. Could they have staged it? They totally could have. I just really don't. And I don't have any fucking insight into this whatsoever. I just, I I do not see them doing that. My gut tells me, my gut tells, because like Rockstar is a little, they're, they're, they're a different breed. They're a different animal. In the if anything, world. they would host their own thing. They would literally put out a, yeah, a little PNG that says Rockstar Logo. It's the Rockstar logo, big yellow square, saying, 
Rockstar Showcase uh, Thursday, September, yeah. whatever. And then, yeah. you know, it was, I mean, that, would get, like, that would get the That was all they would they need, need to do to, and put yeah. out a fucking 20 second trailer of literally, they would Just have to get gameplay <laughs> that in that 20 seconds maybe takes up five. Like, it's not. I don't yeah, think they yeah. would ever need to go the route of a fake leak like type of marketing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the game, this and Elder Scrolls, uh, the new one, are two of the most, you know, it's it's the cyberpunk. Cyberpunk was yeah. this before it released. They are the two most fucking hyped up games that people are looking forward to right now. And I, yeah, I, I can't see them going that route. Fuck! If they did, that would be absolutely crazy. That would be a bigger story if it came out. They did this on purpose. <laughs> um, but wild story. The the gameplay itself, though. You said you saw it. And, like any thoughts? Because I don't have much. I think it looks fine. Like I'm sure the game's gonna be sick as shit. It's just it's GTA. Yeah. Like these like leaks the are like it was what, pretty basic. Like, like footage. Uh, here's the thing. I, I'm not. I love GTA. Like we had this conversation about God of War. People are like, if Ragnarok's going to be the same as God of War 2018, like fuck that game. And it's like, what? No. Like if it's more of the same, that's amazing. So to me, but to me though, we're on the, we're on the, the, what is it? So there was three vice city, San Andreas, four, five, six. We're on the sixth, like 3d grand theft auto. And it's more of the same. If there's quality of life improvements and the fidelity is better. Cool. But like what, what else realistically are they going to do? I'm excited to see, but like, Oh, I yeah. did like and five. Five was a noticeable jump from four. Oh my god! So huge, you know, jump. huge. But just jump. the thing, the leak. So I don't know how much further they can jump. Any of that? And that, that's crazy. my whole point. We if we if the clip had been like, Buddy uh, gets in a pickup truck and goes out into the woods and chops down a bunch of trees and picks up the logs and puts them in the back of the truck and then drives <laughs> down to like a suburb and he's building a house. <laughs> Why it's do you like, want to do manual labor in all the I, games? Hey, Why is I'm that just, an example? I'm just saying. He's talking about farming like last week. Mechanics. Week you're like, let's get some two-by-fours and build a house. <laughs> mechanics to that degree. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and yeah, yes, yeah, you're yeah. right. There's there's a lot of manual labor being done in games. Maybe, <laughs> hey, maybe we're just... Maybe we're I'm telling the you. power powering all these fucking bit currencies and, and, and cyber coins and shit, you know? That we're mining crypto. Um, but yeah, anyway. I, I don't know. It's If there had been a clip I, like I, that I, degree, I think it would have been... Yeah. Oh shit! I really want to watch this, but I watched a bunch of cups. I'm like, it's literally a girl in a dress walking in circles on a street with a yeah. gun. Like, there's not yeah, much to and really then, dissect. Yeah. You know, I I think it'll be good. I think they can bring because five is a little janky because of how old it is. I think if they kind of just punch up the controls, punch up the driving, um, punch up the fidelity, I I think it's gonna be great, and we're all gonna play it. It doesn't matter. Like everyone's gonna play it because it's been ten fucking years. I still want to replay five because I got the PS5 mm. um, upgraded one, yep. and I kind of want to play that. But I'm also like, oh, that's a long game too. Back I, to the I know being Rockstar, like, oh. dude, there's definitely gonna be a lot of things. Like we're, I don't, I can't even speculate well, other than that fucking years, weird example of building be. a house. But if you look up, like, go, go to YouTube any day of the week and type in uh, some sort of key, like. Little things you didn't know about GTA Five. Yeah, yeah. Some of these videos are like, here's 200 things you didn't know about GTA Five, and then there's, <laughs> and like, dude, there's what? literally things where you're like, what the fuck were they on when they made this? Like right? the sandals. If you if you put on sandals as a character yeah, yeah. and you're walking around, the flip flop literally, like in real life, when you lift your heel, yeah, yeah, the yeah. flip flop does not stick to your foot like a static animation. It remains on the ground. Right. And then when you lift your foot, it comes up and slaps the bottom of your foot. Like realistically hangs off of your foot like a like an actual flip flop would. And little stupid things like that that are such nitpicky things of detail Mm -hmm. are everywhere. And it's that it's those things that I think they're really gonna go like even further on, you know, where you're like, Oh my god, like how the how did they fucking do that? Uh the one mechanic, the one thing they showed off that I can uh, talk about because I was like, okay, this is actually kind of cool. They haven't had this before is, uh, is picking up like bodies, whether it be to yes, probably use as like I a meat shield too. or like a dead body. You need to hide <laughs> it for stealth reasons. You can now like mm. metal your salt style over the shoulder and run yep. around. So or Hitman, Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess there was some insight into some gameplay stuff, but like, that's the stuff I'm talking about. There's probably gonna be a ton of sh- little 
changes like that that really do change the game because now you can have full stealth missions oh shit you yeah. killed the guy and he's in the hallway but buddy's coming down to check on him like fucking hide the throw, body throw him in the toilet stall you know yeah yeah so now it's like full hitman uh i don't know there's a lot of fucking possibilities dude well and this is this is the conversation too it's like we could have a whole episode just on open world games like this because when gta 3 came out they were the first ones to really do that at scale for the mm-hmm. size of that game and now it's everywhere these sandbox games and it's like what makes each one unique like at what point does grand theft auto 6 like now you're just fucking hitman moving the bodies you know what i mean and when does cyberpunk become more like witcher or when does witcher become more like skyrim when does skyrim you know when does red dead where did like it's they're all because they all have a different feel i think we're okay right now Mm. but we're just if you put it too much into a blender this is the assassin's creed's problem is it's just too similar. We got this this Life of the Ronin or whatever it's called coming out that literally looks like they took Assassin's Creed and Ghost of Tsushima, they fucked, and their kid is this Ronin game. And it's like, uh, like, do we really need another yeah. whatever? Like yeah, Grand yeah. Theft Auto 6 is always going to be there, but all these other ones, I'm like, do we really need this many games that are this similar? I don't know. Like, It's just, you know, yeah, I, I think, think there's too Grand much. Grand Theft Auto's it, always stood out though because it's the, it's, it's the sandbox where you can kind of do it all. Maybe that's its thing. Yeah. Whereas, like, Watch Dogs, it's like, well, it's the hacking thing. Like, you can hack anything. You can hack people mm-hmm. now and, like, become anybody. <laughs> like, it's. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's a good point. Yeah. Um, the next story here, uh, I don't have much info on, but what we do have is interesting enough just to mention. And that is that EA is making an Iron Man game, like a full on single player action adventure, like. I'm assuming they didn't say this in the likes of uh, Uncharted or like a fucking, you know, it's made by the same people who are making the Dead Space remake. So like that level single player game could be fucking cool. I don't know. Dude, I'm so excited for this. I was so upset that Avengers was such a pile of shit of a game (laughs) and like. You know, but then they did Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't play it, Incredible. but you told me about yeah, it. I if watched it's anything videos. like Guardians, L- right? It'll be fucking like, cool. I feel like it will be. I feel like we're entering this this place where you could have a really cool fucking game about Black Panther. Well, which they are. They're doing like Black Panther and Captain America. They're going to do Wolverine. They're doing Iron Man. Like, think about Wolverine and Iron Man on the PS5. Like, oh yeah, what you could do. Iron Man would be fucking so sick. Like, I cannot wait for a game like that. Did you ever play or um, know the existence of Anthem? EA's basically Iron Man game. It wasn't called Iron Man, but it was a bunch of people getting in mech suits and, like, flying around. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think I ever played it. But if it was good, it's probably going to be similar. Anthem was actually a colossal failure, even worse than Cyberpunk, because it came out, it was another game that was amped up to the craziest degree of being like the industry changing title like shit was gonna change once this game dropped and it came out and it was just like division basically but in iron man suits and not (laughs) and not very good but the one thing that they fucking nail and i I hope iron man does this well if they're really gonna go the route of a big single player game the flying anthem had perfect like you'd be on the ground You'd all right, like I'm gonna take off, and everything just worked in a way on a controller at least. I don't know what it's like on PC, where you could take off, you could soar up to the sky, you could hover up there, or you could dive bomb down into the water, and it all just felt really good and like fluid, mm. and it made sense. It wasn't like a there's like a lot Spider-Man. of games where you go to fly, it's frustrating as fuck because you're just like you're in a 3D, mm. like you can go any direction. Inverted so, how do you, yeah, yeah, how do you get that to a point almost like a plane, but you're 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 humanoid like how do you get that to work properly um if they can fucking nail that like anthem did and then just make a really cool storyline with tony stark give it some fucking nice graphics hell yeah all day long i'll fucking play like dude if they if they can make the motion feel as buttery smooth as a spider-man because i feel like that's what they would go for something like that put put rockets on spider-man's hands and feet i almost envision you know it'd be so so fucking cool is if the dual sense because it, it will it be playstation exclusive or we don't know uh no know, i probably. this is probably going to come to everything if it's ea probably come to everything EA's, i think yeah. i think 
I think Xbox has this tech in their controllers, but I don't know for sure. Um, if you could even use the motion of the controller for some of the mm. mechanics, I'd be down for that. Like maybe it's something you change in accessibility because not everybody will be able to do that well. Yeah. Um, but I think that'd be cool if you had the option to be like, take off with triggers, adaptive triggers are made for this exact thing. Yeah. Like for the rocket boosters. Right. And then you use the controller and move the controller with your hands to fly. I think it'd be fucking sick. Like it'd be so cool. Well, they need to have like, a backup. Uh, they need to have another way to do it. Games like flower or flow, like the old PS3 <clears throat> yep. games that were like that. that, that'd be cool. Those were chill games. You could literally just hold the, fucking thing with one hand and just like fly yeah. around and it worked pretty well so yeah um i thought that was kind of a cool announcement just to fucking randomly like this oh, one there was no yeah. reveal by the way there was no gameplay trailer there so was nothing weird. it was literally yeah, like an we image just had all these showcases and we couldn't get anything from this but i guess it might not it just might not be yeah. ready yet it, honestly this could have been like hey they were having an earnings call or like an investor meeting yeah. and they just needed it out there so the public opinion was like yeah let's fucking go you know what i mean um the last thing for today was one that you wanted to bring up, and there's some history on this game that we can definitely talk about, um, and that was Return to Monkey Island. I didn't know that this was going to be on your radar. Um, you said you wanted to talk about it, and I was like, okay, like I'll look, I'll look into it because I, I just mm-hmm. when they were talking about it, I knew it was the old Lucas game um, or Lucas Arts yeah. Studio um, coming back to like make this game. Um, I don't know if you want to dive into the history first of what these games are, if you just want to go into what made you want to talk about this. Well, we can kind of, I can kind of go on like why something this obscure came onto my radar. Mm. Well, first and foremost, like I'm always, I'm, I'm trying to be, like I say in a lot of episodes, just less sticky and annoyed about everything. Like for a while it was like, if it's not last of us or Hitman, you could fuck right off. Like there was just like, I was way too sticky about stuff. Yeah, branching out. So I'm trying to be more open-minded and, uh, and, and one of the things, as I'm being open-minded, working at Amazon, I'm on LinkedIn quite a bit, whether it's looking for someone new, I need to contact one of my clients or checking out the news. Because LinkedIn's one of those networks, those social networks that still, if you keep it clean and follow the right people, it's actually super informative for mm-hmm. like what's going on in the industry. So there's this guy that works for us. And he works out of New York and he's like a diehard video game dude. And he's, what's his... I won't look up now, but what he's like a he's like a, a principal Amazon games dude, okay. like go to market specialist or whatever. And he like added me to LinkedIn, and I'm like, oh, like I don't know who this is, but he's he works at Amazon, so I'll add him, no problem. And this guy is like kind of funny. He like one man kind of funny reviews all these games, does his own oh, thing. Shit. It's all okay. on LinkedIn, so he does all this stuff, and. Uh, and he was talking about the return of Monkey Island. He's doing like a countdown on LinkedIn for oh, when so his like review is going to drop. Okay. He's like hype as fuck for it. I'm like, what the fuck is this game? And then I looked it up and I'm like, oh, art style looks cool. Mm-hmm. Like it it definitely, you can tell it's like a Day of the Tentacle style game because it's LucasArts. Yep. And I'm like, and I'm like, this looks kind of cool. And I can't imagine it being like this super crazy. Again, when I say I want to play it, I mean... In a little while, I'm not going to like first day, day one, I got to play Return to Monkey Island. I just thought it was like a really interesting looking game art style wise. I thought the actual like gameplay, I was like, oh, this looks kind of, it looks like you're moving through a really vibrant storybook. I was like, this looks kind of cool. So I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Well, I knew, like I had known about what Monkey Island was, but I never played them because the original came out in 1990. So this is like, <laughs> so I was one. You were one. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't play yeah. this. But interestingly enough, you and me were fans of these types of games pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. And that came in the way of Day of the Tentacle. If no one knows what the fuck Day of the Tentacle is, uh, it is incredible. It the, actually oh, had a remaster on PS4 and uh, uh, three or Xbox One. And... Um, what these games are, this was back in the day, the the eighties and the nineties, LucasArts. So, you know, Star Point Wars and, and yeah, Indiana Jones, like the old Lucasfilm company was making games. And it was point and click adventures. But this was done in such a fucking cool and stylistic way where it was that original idea of like the escape room. You would start mm-hmm. and there would be, you know, your character would be in a room. You click anywhere in that room, the character would move, but then you had to click on everything in the room to be like, okay, 
uh, click that drawer. And they'd go, they'd open the drawer, and they'd have a little line of dialogue. Oh, it looks like so-and-so left their scheduler here or whatever, like their their pen and paper. It's like, okay, read the pen and paper. And then there's like a date with like a code or something like that. And then you have to go to the safe. And this one, like, it's that escape room style backtrack collect clue based game. Yeah. And we fell in love with Day of the Tentacle. I played that game a thousand fucking times. And to this day, such a good game. Um, Which... I think the original was Maniac Mansion by those guys, mm-hmm. yep, which yep. was actually inside of Day of the Tentacle. You could go into that one room, if you <laughs> yep. remember, and boot it up and play the whole game. So Monkey Insane. Island was this exact same formula, just, I guess, mm-hmm. pirates on an island. And, you know, same thing. But that same point here, investigate that, solve this puzzle. Um, and, they, dude, these games are like, if you've never played them... Uh, they are world renowned. Like the, everyone that played these back in the day is super hyped for this. They're fucking losing their minds. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. If, is it on the store yet? Like, do we know how much? It's not uh, going to be a, a ninety dollar game. I, I know that. No, no, no. I, I don't think so. But I'm curious the price point that something like this is going to come in at because that will kind of tell you a little bit about. Uh, it's Monkey returned Island. to Monkey Island, right? I'm looking at it right now. I, uh, it's not up on PlayStation, but ooh, Dead Island. It might. Is. It might only be on PC. Goddamn Dead Island too. Anyways, uh, yeah, like the <laughs> these games are really unique. I, I would highly recommend these for anyone that just really, really enjoys solving puzzles. If you like the idea of escape yeah. room, if you play even games like you know the the Resident Evils and all those types of games where like it was about you know the earlier Resident Evils where it is about like searching your grounds, um, picking up every item, analyzing every item, solving, kind of escaping that one that one part of the room to get to the next and so, and so on and so forth. Um, that's all the game is. Uh, but they always have really quirky, funny narratives. And uh, yeah, I, if this comes to like the PlayStation Plus or Game Pass or anything like that, um, it would definitely be one. I think people should just even try out because this is one of those games you don't know if you like this type of game until you give it a shot. And you're, that is true. You're either going to be like, uh, "What? The, why would anyone play this?" Or you're going to be like, "Oh fuck, okay." Like, all right, all right. Uh, how do? Okay, I got this one thing. I got this one. I, it took me forever. I got that, but then that got me here. And now, how do I get from yeah, this point? Yeah, to, and yeah, like, yeah. you get really addicted to the like. <laughs> The, the loop. satisfaction yeah. of like really getting through each part of the uh, the levels. So, yeah. Well, speaking of that, there's one more game I want to talk about. I literally saw a review for this, and I was like, "What the fuck is this game?" It's called how do you say it? A cane? It's not arcane. Uh, yes, A K A N E. Yeah, dude, this is like Hotline Miami with a fucking sword, like. It like literally is like the top down, it's like a yeah, neon, top like down, eight city. bit, and I'm like, what the fuck is this game? I'm looking at it, one shot kill, one yeah. shot death, J- just like, and it looks like you like got a gun made. too, right? In some yeah. of the gameplay clips, she was, she was like, firing off a gun. How have, like this game just came out like three days ago? It's like seven bucks, and it's Canadian. and it's eight bucks, seven seven fifty <laughs> Canadian. I'm like, I need to get this game. I'm like, well, I pay more for coffee. I was gonna say because for it's like, like the me and Cheryl every day. I'm uh I'm yeah. probably gonna get it, but we got spooky right? season coming up. So as yes, soon as that's, that's done, true. I think like <clears throat> this is the last thing I want I want to discuss. Unless you re- was there anything about a, nope. a cane? No, no, no. Just a mentioning cane, it. A cane. I'm fucking just um, like a, for seven dollars and fifty cents. Yes, like just if you liked Hotline Miami, if you played those games or anything, if you like arcadey style video games that are really simple and mindless just fucking do it yeah that's well, let's, let's buy it and then maybe we can like review it and for say sure if it's worth the seven dollars but <laughs> fair enough the last thing i wanted <laughs> to say was just mentioning how fucking fortunate we are for the next like four months of video game content because i want to run right? this down quickly for anyone that is fans of the following first of all october is spooky season if you're not playing horror games in october what the fuck are you doing I have so many to look right. forward to. I told you I'm playing uh, Visage right now, which uh, <sighs> PT out, like man. fucking freaky ass game. Um, I got that's a few a, that, more. That's a you almost wish the 3D audio wasn't that good. 
with that game. It's, I feel it's, like. it's really fucking tense. Um, <clears throat> I call it the light switch simulator because a lot of what the the paranormal activity is, like you'll enter a room and you have an insanity meter. So if you stay in darkness too long, you you start to go a little bonkers. And if you go mm-hmm. too crazy, that's when the ghosts pop out and actually kill you. So there's kind of this balance of like you gotta stay yeah. in the light. So you walk into a room, you flick on the light switch. Okay, I'm good. Light's on, right? You walk two feet, the light goes out. You're like, God damn it. You turn around, you turn the light back on. You're like, like fuck off, ghost. And you walk away, light goes out again. It's like, I'm not even bagging on it. I think it's hilarious. But it is a mechanic that stresses you out because you're like, I can't be in the darkness, man. Stop doing this to me. Um, (laughs) So I got that. I got, I honestly, I got actually quite a catalog of horror games that I'm going to get into. And I talked to you about potentially maybe the week of of Halloween doing like a like a best horror games type of podcast or so, we'll oh, do sure. something for Halloween because yeah, yeah. I love Halloween. Uh, we can talk all about horror games, but I I will be touching on what I'm playing throughout October during our shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so Visage, uh, Visage being one of them right now. Um, but then once that's done, October 31st has concluded. Ragnarok, baby, fucking November 9th. <sighs> It's coming out. It's finally releasing. I cannot be no more one's excited getting any for this game. Done. Dude, all That's of November. That's my busiest time of year. It's my busiest time of year. That is Trying the to get worst time for a like fucking game to come out. The the holidays and shit, but then that's Black, the other Black thing. Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday. We have a month, okay? So on the 9th, God of War comes out. In a month, Callisto Protocol. And it's what, like, what, what, what bruh, December 4th? Uh, oh, it's right it's like it's the first week of December, whatever it is. Yeah. Callisto uh, Protocol I'm playing for sure. Let me check oh, actually. So excited for that game. Callisto Protocol. Uh, dude, when does the Resident Evil stuff drop? That drops around Halloween too. We gotta play that. We talked about that. That's last next week. month too, but, so we'll we'll touch on that. By the way, by the way, last week was the most unhinged fucking shit we've ever done. <laughs> I was re- yeah, I was, was really fucked was up so for that. Good. Uh the, really the drops you gave me really really <laughs> let loose. <laughs> right. Uh but uh, yes, Resident Evil DLC, all that good stuff yes. comes out uh, for sure. October. So I we'll, can't wait, dude. I can't. I can't wait to play Village in third person. I didn't even realize how excited I was for that until you yeah. reminded me of it. It's gonna be a whole new oh. experience, man. Yeah. And like I've I've crushed that game, and so yeah. have you. I know oh, you have. crushed it. So yeah. we'll just have you can do whatever run you want. You could have unlimited ammo on your fucking rocket pistol, like whatever. Um, but yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah. like those two games alone would be enough. But then mm-hmm. if you wait what until you early February, which is not that far away in the grand scheme of things, right? Especially once you've played God of War, you're in the Callisto Protocol, it's 2023. Within a month, there's going to be the option. And I'm, I'm not going to be able to do both. I think I know which one I'm going with first. It, it's pretty obvious. But there's Hogwarts Legacy and Dead Island 2. Come yeah. on. Yeah. The fuck I'm, am I going to do with my I'm so time? pumped, man insane hey question for you which house are you most excited to explore of the four houses in harry potter i'm not gonna lie man so being like every single fucking pleb that likes harry potter it's always gryffindor right it's like gryffindor this gryffindor that it's like i always enjoyed that as a kid but as i got older i started looking at the other ones and like slytherin is like (laughs) ah, i just I kind of want to do a playthrough eventually as Slytherin just to see yep. if the story is darker or weirder or whatever. But first playthrough, I want to see what the what that sorting hat gives me based on the little. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be like a test you have to go through. But you, they did say if you don't if you're not happy with that, you can choose because it's a game. Why not? Man. I kind of want to do Hufflepuff, man, and only for the reason that that video that they sent out that shows mm-hmm. you all the different um, common rooms, that one looks mm-hmm. the sickest. Like that is, it, it's it very look, it much me. Cool. First of all, it's in the basement. It's where all yeah. the wine and the, the beer and mead is like brewed. So literally you're walking past these huge barrels of like probably wine and like, right and mead. And then one of the, <laughs> one of the barrels is the door to Hufflepuff, which is so goddamn pretty, cool. Pretty sweet. And then you uh, go in there and it's all like so cool. It's all greenery and planters and wood and like it's just the aesthetic is so yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking nice that I kinda wanna just do it strictly based Maybe, on Maybe honestly, man, I think and I wasn't that excited about this game, but the more visuals I see, the more I want to be all for if you 
get to explore all four. If you have to be in each house to fully explore each house, I might play the fucking game four times. Yeah. I thought you were going down the road of Slytherin. I want to do Slytherin, man, because I feel like this game is super, super dark. And the and just the like the way it's designed is gonna fit with Slytherin really well. I feel like that's Probably. where it's gonna shine. Yeah. Is with the green well, they and do the have dark that choice and the system. evil. Yeah. Well, and just like, dude, it's just like a sweet it's just such a sweet aesthetic. So I'm I'm I don't know, I'm looking forward to that more than I thought I would. Because I, I would like when Harry Potter came out, I was like, I'm trying to like finger bang girls. I'm trying to like get my license. <laughs> I never say that. I'm trying to like you know what I mean? But that's what we were trying to do, man. I like that's what I was trying to do. You were younger. But like I was like, eh, I don't want to fucking this Harry Potter bullshit. But because you were into it, we went to the movies, we read the books, whatever. But I was like, I don't know. Well, like, again, I always this thought is it was the, too cool the for the beauty it. move, man. They 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 knew what they were doing when they were like, this is two hundred years before Harry Potter. None of the characters yeah. you know, yeah, none yeah, of yeah. the like, there's none of that. It's just the world, which again, kind of like what I was talking about with Super cyberpunk, cool. is yeah. like all the good stuff is being carried over and anything you didn't like in the characters or in the storyline that was happening during Harry Potter doesn't mm, fucking matter. Mm. This is all just based in a world that has been proven to be an addicting deep dive into this really fantastical thing that someone created. So like, I, yeah. I can't, I can't wait. If you're going to do Slytherin, that would be really cool because then we can just compare and see like, oh, Hey, sure. like, did you, well, then, like, did you do this yeah. or did you even have well, access even if- to this part? Even if it's like if we each did two playthroughs, like you did Hufflepuff and fucking Gryffindor and I did like Ravenclaw and Slytherin. Yeah. And then we like, we've each experienced the full game between us. I think it would be super cool. Yeah. Well, it's, dude, it's coming so fast. And uh, phrasing, that should never What else are you playing for spooky um, season? You got Resident Evil Visage. What else are you going to play for spooky season? So the game after Visage that I bought a long time ago and I never fully beat it's it's the weirdest i need the full name because i never remember what it's called it's a it's a is it korean um what ready for this white day a labyrinth name school it is the fucking creepiest goddamn game and i'm trying to see here i think it's korean um and my god White Day, by the way, uh, is in their culture. If it is Korean, it's 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 one of those places. I can't pinpoint exactly where. White Day is after Valentine's Day in their culture. It is always the girls' like duty to give the man like a, a gift on Valentine's Day. And White Day happens. I'm not sure how long after Valentine's Day, where the boy mm-hmm. returns a gift. So there's this like back and forth in their culture. Super cool, right? But right. this game is yes. the it's white day that the guy wants to give this girl a present. So he goes back into his school after hours and it's just this game where you're in nighttime school janitors trying to fucking murder you. There are ghosts everywhere. The visuals are like it's not the best looking game, but kind of like that those old ps2 games like the horror games back then that like really fucking freaked you out like the old silent hills and stuff the bad graphics almost enhanced and i know this is a weird thing to say but i think you know what i'm talking about where bad graphics enhance the horror because it's not it's not so realistic you're just like it's visceral in that way it's like it's dark and gritty and like you can't quite make out what the fuck you're looking at which really makes your mind fill in the rest and there's a creepiness to that. Uh, so I'm going to play that fucking game after. Because it, it it honestly is... I can't stress how fucking creepy it is. The Spooky sound design is, not is long so enough. fucking scary. Spooky season's not long enough. I feel like I feel like it's just the vibe passes so quick. I'm so annoyed by that. Well, Because that is Christmas, it, dude. Ugh, I'm going to. I think I'm just going to like go Pam on Resident Evil. For sure. Um, other than that... Uh, I don't, I'm keeping my eye on some sales. There's a, a game called Madison that, again, looks like a PT or a Visage type of first-person fuckfest of a game. Um, Detention, which is another just real oh, fucking creepy game. I know what I'm going to do. Um, I know what I'm so yeah. do. Okay, Outlast, cool. Outlast 2. There, yeah. Outlast yeah. 2. You know what? I never beat that either. I, I could yeah. add that to the list if I'm feeling like it. I might like do it. that. I might do that. The thing is, again, like I always talk about this on the show, like I don't want to fucking stress myself out before I go to bed. Like I play games late at night. 
right before bed. Yeah, I want to stress season myself out. Stressing yourself out. I don't know, I guess, yeah. I also I mean, want to not play Resident Evil. I'm so. committing to like watching a ton of horror movies this year because I always used to, and it just it was like the last two years. Like maybe, maybe COVID, honestly, maybe I wasn't as into wanting to like put myself mm. through that. Um, but I have always loved horror movies. So I, I want to pack yeah. in as much fucking horror movies. Uh, this we got, you know, you got to watch that Veronica is it Veronica. What's that one that like, so such a small percentage of people have ever gone oh. all the way through. Cause it's so disturbing. I think it's called Veronica there. I have a list. There, I, I should pull yeah. it up. We can talk about it during October, but there's, um, fuck it's on the tip of my tongue. There's a lot of movies I want to watch, man. There's a, there's a, I think it's German. Uh, good night mommy oh buddy this this movie just the trailer sent chills down my spine like i want to watch some freaky ass shit so that is going to be like that's gonna be my fucking october you know what you know what i'm watching that you might like in the same vein i'm watching sit the sandman on netflix and that is i think you'd really like that it's about heaven and hell and the like the sandman from your dreams and he loses uh, he loses a key piece something he needs to be to have his power and he needs to get it back so he goes to hell to find it and like some of the cinematography dude some of the dialogue some of the things especially since you and I were raised catholic and we understand like a lot of the symbolism um watching it is super cool Constantine's in it but it's a woman it's usually a dude that okay. plays it like Keanu Reeves and stuff but it's a woman in this in this uh in this show, pretty decent, pretty decent. Dude, I got I got a list of a whole bunch of shit. So I don't know. I never watched like uh, what was it? Don't breathe two and stuff like that. Oh okay, yeah yeah. yeah. Um, did you ever watch the first Don't Breathe? I think so. The one with the blind Years guy ago. in the house. Holy yeah. fuck! They, see, we we got to save some of this because like literally, I'm I want to make some lists of like all the stuff I want to watch and and all that. So maybe um, I mean the next show we do. Actually, fuck. Will it be October by then? What twenty third? What are we looking at? No, it'll still be September next week, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, it, it's spooky season though, so it's okay. Um, yeah, it is. But yeah, we'll, it's getting cold outside. I dig it. Yeah, it was really cold today, so it's it's on its way. No, it was not too cold today. It was fucking perfect today. Oh God, Stop your shit. I'm so weather. glad, dude. I'm so glad that this thirty degree hellish fucking place we've been in is gone. <laughs> It better stay 14 degrees. And then like when it gets too, too cold, like when it's minus 30, I'm not about it. But I am a, I'm like 8 to 12 degrees, 8 to 15 degrees all day. Sweater weather is my oh, fucking jam, yeah, bro. You live in the right part of the fucking country then. I want to move to like no, California. No, 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 I don't. Because it goes down to minus 40 and up to plus 40 in this hell hole. I need to be in Northern California. That's where the weather is perfect always. Or like Iceland. Like places like that. Fuck this place! And it's plus, like it's plus forty in the in the heat of summer, and it's minus forty in the depth of winter. Fuck, fuck Canada, man! It's yeah. so bad. I'm, for the uh, I'm not looking forward to like the next eight months of just everything being dead. So, um, but we got a yeah, lot of video true. games to play, so that's good. Um, <laughs> that's I'm gonna wrap this shit up, uh, and we can definitely we'll, we'll have plenty of horror stuff to talk about. We can talk about movies too, all that good stuff. Um, nice. So until next time, uh, that's going to be it from us. Thank you to everyone for listening, and we'll catch you all next week. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints on the Pixel Candy podcast are those of the hosts and the hosts alone. The Pixel Candy podcast does not reflect the opinions or views of either Amazon Inc. or Eastside Games Group.